What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Brunch Money. I am back today with the second episode of the second season with my friends Stanley and Maratona. How are you guys doing today? Not too bad, not too bad. Stanley, we haven't heard your yeah. voice yet. <laughs> I'm doing fine, man. How about you? I'm doing good, bro. Doing good. So, last episode was uh was pretty good, I would say, with our international students. But now we have a I would say maybe an unusual job, a special uh, career, I guess. And uh, we have uh, our friend Jean, or John in English, that uh, is a equipment manager for hockey. So for hockey teams, for Canadian, yes. mostly the Canadian national team, correct? Uh, I'm not uh, with the Canadian national team, okay. uh, but uh, I'm. Uh, I've I've had uh passes with them before yeah i see i see perfect perfect so yeah so we have him with uh us today for the career part of it and we're gonna ask right. him a couple of questions to see uh to learn about his job for sure so yeah so john can you tell us just uh, a bit like what are your day-to-day -day tasks as an equipment manager for uh for the hockey team yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. Long time listener and uh, first time caller. So uh, <laughs> super, super excited to be on this uh, podcast. Um, but yeah, I would say uh, my day to day job involves a lot of uh, taking care of the players. Um, so they're professional athletes. Uh, I make sure that they have what they need to be able to play and to practice every day with no worries. So basically to be able to only focus on their their actual job. Um, I'll, uh, some stuff could be, uh, doing laundry. So making sure their, uh, under apparel is clean, their towels are clean. Uh, it could also be make, cleaning up, uh, after them, uh, making sure things are nice and clean for the, for the players, but also for the organization. Um, I could be also doing repairs. So fixing like, uh, shoulder pads or gloves or skates, whatever is broken that would fall into my uh, responsibilities. Okay. Um, also, you know, uh, sharpening skates, that's one of the most uh, uh, common tasks, I would say, for equipment managers is uh, sharpening skates. Um, uh, what else? You know, um, I'll also uh, make, uh, how do I say? I'll also talk to other teams as well, other equipment managers on their other teams to see uh, when they're coming in and when I'm going there as well. So it's a lot of uh, coordinating some logistics with teams for traveling as well. Wow, that's uh, that's a lot of tasks. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. like you do pretty much everything related to equipment. So if something's related to equipment, you are the one touching it. Uh, but yeah, how long have you been doing this? And like. Do you need any like qualifications, a degree, or is it like just oh, I'm good at this? Thankfully, like I have this talent or this skill, and uh, I'm able to have this job. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so I guess when I first started, uh, I was in CJEP, but uh, so this was I want to say eight years ago. Uh, so I've been in in hockey for quite a while, but uh, I've been professionally i guess recognized i would say for about four years now um as for degrees and all that honestly no there's no schooling there's no certificate there's no bachelor uh that can really help you uh to become an equipment manager i mean i know nowadays 
the job itself requires a lot of administrative work. So if you have a background in some sort of accounting or some sort of um, management, it, it's a useful skill to have for sure. And I would say like, you know, you, you kind of learn through the years as well of, mm -hmm. of working in the field, right. um, working and, and fixing and making sure things are ready. You know, it's through experience that, that you, uh, that you learn the job more. And, sure. uh, that's, that's something that, uh, can't really be thought at in school. Yeah. Facts, facts. Absolutely. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So basically like how, did you get into it and how when did you find out that it was the thing that you wanted to do well mara i think you kind of yeah saw, <laughs> just for saw the beginning. no i know i know i know but i'm saying i'm saying that like mara mara got uh first dibs into my uh, startup career um the funny story is uh, mara and i like grew up uh in in um, high school right uh, almost together and um we we were both really good fan big fans of hockey and I started playing around what I want to say 12 years old and eventually I uh, kind of realized I wasn't good enough to be in the NHL uh, unfortunately so uh, I had to put a cross on that as a, as a career so I was thinking what can I do to still be involved in hockey and sports in general <clears throat> to, uh, to to be working in there as well um, so that's when I started looking around and there was a bunch of YouTube videos about equipment managers, uh, you know, seeing what they do with all the repairs, all the traveling, all that. Like that really spoke to me and I really got interested in the job. And I've always been a, a manual guy as well. So, uh, you know, fixing stuff and stuff like that. Like and I remember uh, curving uh yeah. maritona's blades he used to or uh, archie sticks. And he had this garage where he built like a handmade hockey net where we used to be shooting in his uh, basement. <laughs> that was like, a yeah, back. exactly. So, you know, like I was always into hockey and, uh, and kind of, kind of went from there. Okay. Okay. So like, it's like passion from day one and you just like worked hard to somehow be involved into the hockey world. Right. Yeah, exactly. Got it, got um, it. Yeah. That's so so cool. I, I, because, uh, in um in hockey and in professional sports there's a lot of different jobs like i think there's like the equipment manager but there's also other jobs around the the team um why did you decide on being i guess you said that you were good like manly that's why you decided to become equipment manager but why like this in particular like it, it like did you feel like it was easier because it was easier or because like you just decided yeah this is it i found this is my job and and i'm not looking back to it I would say it's an easier job. I would say every job has its challenges, right? Um, but the thing is, I like I, I mentioned earlier, is I definitely had a more um, enjoyable time working manually. So I, I really love fixing stuff. I really love uh, also like customizing equipment. I would be uh, on like company websites and playing with colors for goalie pads and changing glove colors and all that just that was that was what I was into so it was that's it like Manar said is I, I really had more of a passion towards it um, as for the other jobs you know like right now there's uh, tons of jobs uh, in the hockey to make sure players are there like athletic therapists uh, uh, hockey coordinators um, you know those those kind of jobs need different kind of uh 
abilities and education as well. Mm-hmm. You know, for myself, I was not really the smartest kid in school for science. So uh, anything that was involving like body or or mechanics, not me- well, physics, I should say, was definitely not really my specialty. So, uh, uh, you know, I, I kind of wanted to, but at the same time, I just wasn't interested enough to be uh, into that. As for like, you know, uh, other administrative work like marketing or or uh, or or management uh, level position, I don't see the job as something I would be as interested in, okay. especially because those jobs don't necessarily um, you're not you're not. Yeah, you're not on the field. You're not with the players. And that's something I really enjoyed is being with the players, like getting to know them, like making sure they're good, making sure they have what they need. But at the same time, like building relationships. And, you know, I honestly, like a lot of players that I've met throughout the years, I, I can consider good friends and I would love to have a beer with them if uh, if, if if they're legal of age, of course. Yeah, uh, that's cool, yeah. And like, like you said, I, I guess like every job complements the other, like for the team of course so like even though you're not like good in like you said sciences doesn't mean that your job is not essential to the team's success or in, in any way mm-hmm. uh, it's very cool what you're doing to be honest yeah yeah, yeah. definitely there's something like uh in, in nhl west you see those crazy plays where like a player broke their stick so they have to run to the bench and you see the equipment manager just throwing a stick to them and then they get the <laughs> stick and they score the goal you're like damn that's really cool yeah you just yeah like like honestly you don't really expect to have those moments but at the same time like at that level you're working with the best players you're and that's something that really makes me want to be a part of uh, the NHL is you're working with the best you know those guys are some of the craziest athletes i've ever seen like they're just uh incredible athletes right the, so so the fact that you're working with like the best in the sport to me is like something that you can strive to to be a part of and that's something that i really enjoy for sure so like right now um what's your plan um as a road to the nhl like do people scout uh, equipment managers and how did you like first get i know that you work uh, with the phoenix of sherbrooke uh, you gave us tickets shout out to you and <laughs> <laughs> like how do you get recognized in your field that you're working on right now like like with an nhl team like call you eventually but, oh i need somebody like how does it work in that in just that uh, john just one moment before answering this question can you please explain to us at what level like are you in the uh, lh gmq i think uh, yeah junior montreal quebec or are you in like a <laughs> smaller league are you in the canadian league only just explain your level and then the uh, complete yeah. with the Martona's question. For sure, for sure. So, uh, if if you look at a player's uh, development, if they want to make it to the NHL, let's say, um, they they'll play minor hockey, and once they're of age, uh, at 15, they can get drafted into um, a junior league. If they get drafted in the junior league they can play until they're 20 years old. So that league is in Canada is called the CHL, the Canadian Hockey League, and they can play uh, within that league for until they're 20 uh, years old. Um, basically, those guys uh, get scouted. Oh, but wait, before 
before I continue with the CHL, um, there's also the uh, NCAA. Um, that's another venue that players can get scouted to and play for schools and university. Uh, but I myself has have been working in the CHL for in the Canadian Junior Hockey League uh, for uh, for four years now, and so that's that's the the, the league that I know more of. Uh, so basically, the players get uh, scouted uh, for by NHL teams. Um, you know, they uh, once they they reach uh, a certain age. Uh, I believe it's 17 or they have to be uh, 18 at the moment that training camps start. That's when they can get drafted uh, the year before. I'm not sure if I'm explaining it well, but hopefully uh, your viewers yeah, understand as well. It, it makes it. sense to a <clears throat> beginner like me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So then if the player in the junior leagues get drafted, um, they are part of the NHL team's system. Um, where they can either make the NHL team or they can get sent back to junior. Uh, if also they signed, if they sign an entry level contract, which you often see when players are first drafted or for prospects, you'll see them sign entry level contracts, which will uh, basically allow them to play uh, professionally once they reach um, certain contract uh, conditions. Um, I won't go into details because I, I don't necessarily understand them a bit more, but I, I know that uh, they don't, they can't play in the NHL uh, or sorry, they can't play in leagues that are not the NHL if they're at a certain age. Okay. okay. So what, what uh, does that bring you in, uh, in all that path? Like, do you follow like a little bit the same uh, trajectory as those players? Uh, not at all. Not at all. Um, as for myself, I guess uh, it comes back to Mara's question is you don't person staff don't necessarily get scouted um, in a way. Coaches don't get scouted, but a team's success is what will grab another team's attention. Um, so obviously, if your team's winning and if your team constantly do well every single season, you know, that means the organization is doing something well and the people in charge of it are doing something well as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, to be honest, whether I'm there or not, uh, I, I don't think uh, really matters because players will find a way to play. What I do is I make sure that they don't have to think about all the little stuff and just make sure to concentrate on the game. Uh, so I don't necessarily get scouted. It's for my job. If let's say I want to get to the NHL, I'm knocking on wood. Um, <laughs> but, you too. Yeah, but basically, I just have to know people. It's it's a question of timing and a question of networking as well. I think mm -hmm. that's something you guys have have discussed in previous podcast podcasts as well, right? It's it's something really important if you want to advance your career and be able to move up. Um, you know, you got to know the right people, but at the same time, it's it's a question of are you ready to make certain sacrifices? Because, you know, um, I'm from Montreal. I was born and raised there. I've been lucky enough to be working uh, an hour and a half away from Montreal. But at the same time, uh, you know, what if there's an opportunity in, in Vancouver, in Calgary, in, in Vegas or in Seattle even, you know? Mm -hmm. 
you kind of have to be ready to move and make those sacrifices but at the same time like um you you don't you can apply but to be honest i don't know many people that have had success with just applying so it's really networking and getting to know people and and other teams and other leagues and so for you um you mentioned that the players yeah your your work basically is to help the players doing just the the work and don't have to worry about the uh the other hurdles that uh that can be uh, there if there's a bad equipment manager um how much do you think having a good relationship with players will help you um getting like a a job in a bigger team or it's more like you knowing personally other like equipment managers that are stepping down general managers that are stepping down like who are like the number one contacts that you need to know like in order to change to a, a bigger position or a bigger team right um to be honest i don't think well i mean players are always good to know um you know they're the guys that are that you work for in a way that you want to make sure are good uh and some of them eventually retire and want to be a coach want to be a gm want to be mm-hmm somewhat related so they're good contacts to have for sure and the fact that you've worked with them they know how you work so for sure that that's something that you want to keep a good relationship with but at the same time uh i, I don't think i necessarily want to be sucking up to players uh, mm-hmm. you know like sure. um yeah, you, yeah you, you you still have to be professional, uh, professional but like a good person yeah. and and treat everyone fairly and treat mm-hmm. everyone equally right um it's not because he's the first line well okay i'm gonna say this he's not it's not because he's a first liner that he's gonna get special treatment but at the mm-hmm. same time if he's your best player you want to make sure he has what he needs mm-hmm. um like i've worked you know uh multiple levels of of hockey i've worked uh, in university hockey before before going to the junior league um and that's not the usual path for a player because usually players will go play at universities like mcgill or concordia uh the canadian universities i should mention not the american universities because that's a completely different uh a league and different path but the canadian universities will take older players so players that have passed their their time in junior hockey so that they can still um so that they can still play exactly but uh but yeah basically you know i think anyone you meet along your path is a good uh person to keep in contact with you never know who's gonna make it you never know who's gonna be uh at a certain level and i think you know the best way is just to keep good relationships with everyone and make sure you're not a dick to sorry i don't know if i'm allowed to say dick but if you're not if you're if you're not a, an asshole to, to anyone yeah, yeah. like you yeah. want to build relationships but not really like build relationships because there is only for the purpose of exactly of, solely of like for the purpose. exactly solely for the purpose of like oh this guy is might be like a future NHL all-star so I'm going to be extra nice to him extra friendly to him so when he gets there he remembers me and gives me like recommends me to a coach or like to a GM you know so yeah. you want to be like a, a genuine like genuine friend with them right yeah for sure and and that's it like you you kind of want to make sure like uh, that you have that's it good relationships with anyone everyone and that uh, you know just don't be an asshole yeah for sure Uh, I have a question about like maybe it's less related to the business but more related to like 
it's like a cool question i guess it's like sure uh have you like managed well not managed have you like worked with players that made it to the league make it to the nhl or like are like highly performing right now in the nhl or not for me yet (laughs) yeah well i'm i'm still in my early career Mm -hmm. uh so the players that i've really had to deal with got like the first players that i had that that i had uh, on my team are just starting their nhl careers um uh, you know like they're guys that and there's not a lot of guys i would say also like there might be one or two guys on every team that might actually make it to to the nhl Mm -hmm. so you 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 don't necessarily know who's gonna make it but at the same time yes some 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 do make it and what's great about my career path i want to say is i've had the chance to work with uh, a bunch of female hockey players as well at, at, at high levels. You know, I've had a chance to meet Caroline Wallet, uh, captain on the national team for many years, uh, for or Marie-Philippe Poulain. I've got to meet her as well. But, um, you know, I've got like Olympic players, uh, again, like players that have, that are the best in, in the world. In the world. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, you, we're talking about NHL athletes, but at the same time, I get to meet all these athletes as well that that are just the the best in their sport. For sure, for sure. And like I know, like in sports, especially like I'm a big basketball fan, and like basketball, like between the age of I'd say 25 to 29, 30, this is like your prime. Like yeah. after that, like you start to decline a bit, ex- except if you're like an exceptional player. Uh, for like equipment manager, like what's the average age, and like where like could you like expect to see like oh, this is my prime age, you know? Like, how old are you? You're yeah. like 26, 27, right? Yeah, I'm 27. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm bordering between millennial and Gen Z, but I think yeah. I relate more to millennial. <laughs> Gen, uh, Z, Gen Z is another topic, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, I don't think there's a, there's a prime year because in our way, our job is not really depending on, well, it, is depending on your abilities mm-hmm. uh but you know it's not an athlete where it's physical labor For where sure. their body is what makes them play what makes them be able to earn their money so uh, you know uh, right now uh just for example the guys in montreal uh, the head equipment manager in Montreal and the head equipment manager in Vancouver they both recently had their uh 3000 uh, professional game. Wow. Yeah, that's a long time. Wow. Yeah, that's 3,000 games. And you got to realize that there's that's only like... 82 games per season every year. Wow. So that's basically 30 plus years of service for a team. And mm-hmm. that's that's incredible. And that's yeah. what I'm, I'm striving for for as well. So, you know, as long as you, you're not an asshole, I think. And as long as you're not, uh, uh, you're doing your job well and you're not, uh, you're not you're not disturbing the peace or mm-hmm. not disturbing that, that's a bad way to explain it but you're not uh, uh a bad equipment manager as long as you do your job well and you make sure that everyone's i was i was saying good but yep. make sure that everyone's is, is is performing well as much as, as you can do i think that's that's how long you'll be in the in the profession i don't think 
that age has anything to do okay. with okay. with uh, with the job itself. Because like it's you know like an accounting job or or uh, or or any other like uh, normal job. You know, uh, you're mm-hmm. there until you want to stay in the industry until you yeah. retire until you you have enough. So mm-hmm. like a, yeah, that's it. There's no okay. real age limit. Are you are you because like for like because i'm a like i'm a computer engineering and like developers are like they are my age when they graduate mm-hmm. they're like 24 25 23 if you're young yeah they graduate you get into the job are you considered young like the people yeah. in my age like around 23 are considered like junior developers are you cons- yeah. are you like and considered young as a equipment manager I mean, I like to think I'm considered young, <laughs> uh, considering my yeah. age. But uh, but yeah, like I think, I think that, I think it's just because uh, like there's guys my age as well that are okay. already in the National Hockey League. It's okay. not a question of age. It's right. again like a it's question of who you know and all that. Um, but like if if we take your example of of engineering and all that, right? Let's say let's say you're you're so smart and you you went to school at like uh, university and you studied engineering at like 16 you were just a genius right yeah and you start your career right after then you know it's just a question of, of timing as well got it got it okay perfect makes sense makes total sense for me yeah and and um job as a equine manager i think like your 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 dream would be to be a nhl uh equine manager uh, if I'm not mistaken um yeah. not that, being said, again. <laughs> <laughs> that being said like how how uh what is the job? What's the word like the um, the, the turnover uh, uh, as a equipment manager? Because you you mentioned that uh, there's a equipment manager who stays there for like three thousand games, right? So right now, that being said, like, are, is there like a lot of movement? Like, is there is this, is a job that people tend to change often, or something that once you get the job, then you're pretty set for like your rest of your career? I think, like I was saying, like as long as you don't. I'll say it like, uh, sorry for the swearing, but as long as you don't fuck up, mm-hmm. as long as you're, you don't mess, mess up what you're doing, you're going to be able to stay there. Um, as for turnover, I would say it's a very low turnover turnover at the NHL level. From what I've known is, and what I've, I've seen is that there's maybe uh, one head guy, um, three or four assistants and maybe like another guy that can help out uh, for uh, for other reasons. Um, so there is a team there. And I think like any company, if you have a good team, you want to keep them, right? If you have good people working for you, you want to keep them. So I wouldn't say that there's a big turnover, um, but I wouldn't say you're once you get the job you're set there i don't think you're uh, again i'll say it again as long as you don't fuck up yeah straight and simple um you know if you're if you don't if you do your job well and people like how you work and people like you i think that's that's a good way of keeping your job and i think that applies in any industry any 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 kind of career unless yeah. maybe an influencer or something but uh, <laughs> um but yeah like there's there's not a crazy amount of turnover but i would say some people uh it's not an easy schedule uh some some are long days and long nights and 
you know, during the season, you can be Travel working. Yeah, you can be working every day for 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 months, and you know that's not an easy lifestyle to keep, and that's not a lifestyle a lot of people want because they do. You know, people do have families outside uh, yeah. outside of work, outside of work so yeah, sure. Yeah, they've exactly. got the rig basically. It's like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, you got to put in hours. You got to make sure that's it. Like, if you if you really care about your job, in a way, you're not gonna care about the hours. Uh, but at the same time, like, you know, don't overwork yourself to a burnout. But just make sure that your job is done professionally, but also done um, well. So maybe maybe uh, one more. I mean, like another question that I had was that mm. um, since there are only thirty one equipment managers in the NHL or in the 32. whole world, thirty two soon soon thirty two soon. 32. Yeah, did you apply to Seattle yet or not? <laughs> <laughs> soon yeah, maybe. How how often yeah. does a job like that opens up? How often? It's hard to say. Like I think I've seen guys move up and down every year. Um, uh, but at the same time, some years there might not be any other openings. Some years there could be five openings, you know, yeah. um, or more even. Uh, hard to say. I, I I wouldn't know how many openings there are, but I will definitely say that it's a once you get at that level, um, people want the job, so it's very competitive. And again, it comes back to who you know and. And uh, question of timing as well. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right, John. Any last comments for the brunch money audience? Any tips for like uh, equipment managers starting that are starting? Right now? <laughs> yeah. Any well, tips in general for for following your dreams because you follow yours. You're following yours for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to say like um, you know, it's it's always good to to follow your dreams, but at the same time, don't follow them blindly. Um, if it makes sense, do it. When I was first starting, I was lucky enough that I had my parents' uh, support. Uh, I was able to live at home, go to school at the same time. So I was able to balance uh, a great amount of, I don't know, like amount of things. Uh, you know, working at university, I was able to go to school at the same time, and that was a great balance for me. So. Uh, but at the same time, I had to sacrifice maybe a more of a social life because like mm-hmm. Sally and Mara, you guys didn't really see me until the summer. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, because you know, if if you're willing to make some sacrifices for uh, for a job or uh, a passion of yours to make it's it work, it. yeah, it's worth it. Like I'm honestly, you know, I make enough that I'm happy with how I live. I live a comfortable life. I don't live an extravagant life um sorry stanley but i'm not gonna have a gucci uh a gucci apparel <laughs> and, and all that <laughs> what are we talking about man i don't know that or, yeah <laughs> or, or you know like i i, I won't ha- i won't be having a tesla soon sorry mara but uh but yeah i won't <laughs> be able to join my group. parents <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, like that's some of the things that I won't be able to necessarily have. And I'm OK with it because I, 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 I really enjoy what I do. And I think if you're willing to sacrifice, but at the same time, don't make absurd sacrifices, um, you can make a lot of things work and you can make a lot of things happen. And 
I think one in one of your episodes, you guys were talking about uh, entry level jobs uh, or or like starting jobs and stuff like that, where, you know, you need experience and all that and you could work in retail to get experience. Well, you know, instead of working retail, um, as good as it is as a formative uh, kind of background, you know, if you see something that you want to work in an industry you want to work in, put yourself in those kind of positions, uh, volunteer for events, you know, for myself, I have volunteered a lot in like sport events. So whether it was a Rogers cup in tennis or, or, uh, for the Montreal impact, uh, in whatever, or any other sports or, uh, you know, football, even if you want to be in sports, put yourself in sports. If you want to be in the car industry, find ways to be in events where there's a lot of car showings. Um, if you want to be, I don't know, whatever else. You guys, I think you guys understand what I'm, yeah, I'm trying mm-hmm. to come yeah, to. Yeah. But it's not enough field. For sure, for sure. Right? So, it's like, it's like uh, for me, I want to be a doctor. I, I volunteer in a hospital, so it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, like, as long as you, you're willing to make those sacrifices, but at the same time, make sure you have a comfortable and healthy lifestyle, I think you're, you're, you're in a good path. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Perfect, man. Honestly, I really loved uh, having you. I think yeah. all all three of us uh, agree that your yeah, job your is views are amazing, and <laughs> yeah. your views and like I I think there's a lot that you guys don't see necessarily not mm-hmm. not not you three necessarily, but like in people in general. You know, you you might see that you're working with professional athletes, you're working with like big names and all that. But at the same time, there's a lot of work behind it. So yeah, again, sure. mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, perfect. All right, thank you so much for being there, John. Really appreciate your time. And yeah, thanks so, for having me. Yeah, my, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. So this Come back is anytime. John, a equipment manager in the hockey field, which is not something you hear every day for sure. But we had a pleasure of talking to him. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Do all the nice stuff. Give us a nice rating on Spotify, on whatever you're listening. Share, comment, comment, <laughs> like. <laughs> and all the good uh, stuff. don't forget to visit our Instagram page for facts, fun facts, more details about the episodes, and maybe some previews even sometimes. It's Brunch Money Official on Instagram. Thank you so, God, so much for listening, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.